gentlemen, I am so excited to welcome Sanjit Nandi to a conversation with Joshua T. Berglin. Sir, I said it right. I know we just went over that, but I want to make sure I got this right. Yes, well, Sanjit okay. Nandi. I am so excited to have you here because going, I'm just amazed at all that you've accomplished and the lessons that, like what you've done collectively to me, gives you this beautiful insight to truly how the mind, body, and soul work. And I'm just, I'm really excited to have this conversation because I know we are all going to learn a lot from you today. But before we get into that, can you tell us, what are you grateful for today and why? It's a great question, Josh. There are so many things I'm grateful for. The first thing I'm grateful for my son who has given me a lot of inspiration in my life. When I was lost, I don't have anything to look forward to. And my son has definitely given me that inspiration in spite of he was four or five at that time. So he's one of the inspiration which I always look forward to. The second is my mom who is not with me, but he has given me the strength and the will to pursue and work tirelessly every single day to achieve what I wanted to achieve. And third is God. Without the help of God, I am nobody. Amen. Again, not everybody can relate to God. As a human being, I definitely believe in God. And without the help of God, I cannot do what I'm doing today. I love that. I love that. And it's such a beautiful answer. And I would feel remiss if I didn't say, until two days ago, I had never heard out of 500 broadcasts I've done, I've never heard anyone say they were grateful for their children. And the last, this is now the third interview in a row now where the gratitude was about their children. And I love looking for synchronicities in the world and different synergies. And I like this. This is to me warms my heart because it's bigger than just you saying that to me. And I could be reading too much into this, but I feel a shift in the universe and in the world that things are starting to right itself. All the wrongs, the injustices, I think we're coming to a place where we're going to start to see some peace. And I know that's a lot to read out of people talking about their children, but it's the quality of people that are saying it that speaks volumes to me. So I love your answer. That's just oh, awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. So you wrote, you've written several books, and I don't know how you've had time to do all this with all the studying you've had to do to be, you're a pharmacist, you're, what exactly are all your titles? Because I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, this guy obviously knows media. He knows the pharmaceutical industry. He knows the plain body soul connection as well as anybody. He's an author. I don't know where you get all the time, but it's that in itself is inspiring to me. But can you talk about the book that you wrote that I don't, I forget the name off the top of my head, but essentially it's saying you don't have any talent. It's the title of it. What is that title called? Did I lose you? Did I lose you? Yeah, a little bit. Oh, there you go. Okay. Welcome patch. I don't know what just happened. So. What's the name of the book that you wrote that refers to not having any talent? Okay, so Josh, I started my self-transformation journey in 2017. Okay. 
So from 2013 to 2016, I was struggling in my life. I don't know what to do in my life. And I was filled with fear, anger, resentment. And some of the situation was out of my control. And each passing day, I was drowning more and more. And I was thinking maybe God or somebody or my friends is going to help me. But each passing day, as I, as I was drowning more and more, I don't have a solid reason how to come out of this negative emotions. And in 2016, I decided that I have to do something, otherwise my life is going to go downhill. So in 2017, I started working on myself. As I'm from India, the Eastern culture, which says if you want to control this restless mind, you know, the best way is through meditation. And in Western culture, it is called mindfulness. So I started my self-transformation journey trying to do meditation or mindfulness so that I can control this restless mind. And after doing eight weeks of meditation, I can feel, okay, I'm a little bit more calmer. My mind is not going to negative thoughts. So I studied, I started studying a little bit more about what is the helping, you know, my mind. And after I started finding the scientific reason, and there is a scientist with the name of Sarah Lazar, who is a neuroscientist at Harvard Medical College, who found out that eight weeks of meditation decreases the electrical activity in the amygdala which means you will have less worries, fear, and you will be a more positive person. Finding these things helped me dive more into meditation. And once I started seeing the results, I started doing other activities. I started doing exercise. I started taking care of my body. And I started walking, and which eventually led me to run my first half marathon and my first full marathon. Wow. And frankly speaking, I haven't run a mile in my whole life. <laughs> I only run from the cops. So, you know, <laughs> so at the age of 37 or 38, I ran my full marathon at wow. four hours and 30 minutes, which boosted my confidence that if I can do that, there are bigger things which I'm capable of doing it. That is inspiring. Wow. Okay. I want to, I want to, I do want to ask you about productivity because I, I, I want to talk about meditation also, because I'm new to exploring this. I've been a man of faith. My faith is, and I still am, but my faith has evolved quite a bit. And now I'm starting to fully recognize not just why I should meditate, but the need for me to meditate. Because I am, I'm very fiery, very passionate, very sometimes can be reactive, even though I've, I'm, I work on it daily. It's a focus of mine, but just learning to, to calm my mind and be still is probably one of my greatest weaknesses that I get to improve. I do want to talk to you about meditation, but I really am just in awe of all that you've been able to accomplish, not just through education, 
but even your entrepreneurial ventures and the writing the books and now creating the meditation app and so forth. How about do you go, how do you go about your day each day? Cause you're doing a lot of stuff, but do you have a formula as far as your quiet time or how you get up in the morning and how you end your day? What's that like for you? Definitely, Josh, there is a formula because without a set of formula, you cannot progress and you cannot channel your energy because as that everything is energy and matter. And if we are able to channel our energy in a positive direction, then only we can accomplish greater things in our life. So usually my routine goes something like that. Usually I wake around 6 or 6.30 in the morning. And the first thing which I do is meditation or mindfulness. And why? Because when you wake up, your brain waves is at alpha state. And that is the time you can change your brain waves to a quieter state. And once you are able to do that, you can eat the whole day the way you wanted to do it. Yes. Because as the day progresses, your brain waves change from alpha to beta waves, which is working state. So when you learn, you know, how to change your brain waves, it makes it so easier to transform or willingly toggle between alpha, delta, theta brain waves. So meditation is one thing which helps you to change your brain waves. So that is the first thing which I do for 20 minutes. Then the second part comes is exercise. I try to do 20 minutes of jogging. And my optimum is if I jog for one and a half miles, it gives or it pushes me in a state of calmness. Because when you are jogging, you cannot think about, you know, what you are going to do next. You have to concentrate on the next step. So it's a meditation at the same time. Sure. You're concentrating what is the next step and the next step. And then you are able to run one and a half miles and two miles or three miles, whatever you wanted to run. So, you know, my optimum is one and a half miles. And the third thing which I do is cold showers. Again, you know, when you are doing cold showers, you are putting your body in a kind of stress and you are trying to keep your mind in a calm state. And once you are out of this cold shower, you feel more energetic and you have all the energy in the world to focus in the way you wanted to focus it. So the whole process takes around 40 minutes. And once I have done it, I'm completely zoned out to do what I wanted to do. And it stays there for five or six hours continuous. Wow. And that's the way I'm able to regulate my energy. And sometimes if in the afternoon or in the evening, I'm getting low energy, I will again meditate for 10 minutes. Again, it will freshen my mind. And I will able to divert my energy where I wanted to divert my energy to. Again, this is a process which I go through and it helps me stay very focused and I'm not distracted. I like, wow. Okay, I got to practice this. I've got to get into meditation. This is it. Because I think that I, my mind is moves so quickly all the time. It's just like that I exhaust myself. Like it's mental gymnastics. And uh, so this practice, I want to learn. Tell us about your app because I just downloaded your app before we started to check it out. And I already love the functionality of it because there's a lot of apps out there and they're not all created equal. 
you have a great app. Can you tell us about it? Yes, definitely. Josh, I believe in overall health and wellness. Life cannot be only about meditation. If I say, okay, meditation is going to change your life, which is not a true statement. It's a part of, it's a part of your life. You have to implement different things in your lifestyle, which will help you move in a positive direction. So in my app, we have included meditation is one section. Then the second section is about, we encourage the users to do exercise. And the app will count the number of steps you are taking it. And you can connect the app with your smartwatch. Like you have a Google watch or you have a iPhone, whichever watch you have, you can connect that watch to the app so that you can get all the steps count from your watch to the app. And it will show you the calories count, you know, how many calories you burned. And it will give you a graphical representation, like how many steps did you take today? How many steps you take in a week? How many steps you take in a monthly basis and a yearly basis. So you have a graph showing you how you are progressing. So exercise is the second part. The third part is water intake. As you are aware that we live in cold countries, we don't drink water. But our body and brain is made up of 60 to 70% of water. So the app is going to remind you to drink water every two or three hours so you are consuming water regularly so that you are not going in depression or anxiety because if you are dehydrated, definitely you can become anxiety and depression can come. So if you have something which reminds you, okay, this is the time to drink water, it will definitely help you. Yeah. And the third thing, fourth thing which we have implemented is the sleep analysis, how we are sleeping. And the app is going to measure the light sleep, deep sleep and the REM sleep. And you can get all this data from your smartwatch as well. Like you can connect whatever watch you have connected. You are getting all the data from the smartwatch. And even if you don't have a smartwatch, you can do it from the app only. And then we have mood checks, how well you are doing on that particular day. Then we have gratitude. Josh says that gratitude is a big thing if you want to live a happy and healthy life. Yeah. It's not about wealth. It's not about what I have accomplished in my life. It's about what I'm grateful about and what I'm doing for other people. So there is a section about gratitude. You can choose from the list or you can write down what you are grateful for. Then there is breathing exercises. Like mm -hmm. if you can breathe in a calm way not shallow breathing, you are breathing deeply through the diaphragm, it can calm you down in two minutes or three minutes. So we have a section for breathing exercises and then we have blogs because knowledge is power. Jeez, what an app. So this is bigger than we, an app. Wow. Okay, sorry, keep going. So when we have knowledge, when I started my self-transformation journey, I did not know anything about these. I started reading. When I started reading about these, then I gained the knowledge. And once you have the knowledge, then only you can change yourself. So we have implemented a section which is about blogs. We give information, what is meditation, what is exercise, how to move forward in life, what is cold showers, how can it benefit you? 
So these are the sections which has been implemented and we do have inspirational quote which changes every single day at the top of the homepage. So we have a good combination of a wide variety of things which will help you move in a positive direction. I, wow. Like I said, I just downloaded the app and got to take a look and I was impressed with how well it was laid out. I didn't know it had all that. My goodness, that's a lifestyle app. That's amazing. I, I give you kudos on that. And if you hear noise, that's my cat. Just broke into the studio and is now digging through the trash. Oh, that's fine. Man, I need to do a meditation now, just so I don't go. Anyway, I'm not going to let that distract me any more than it has already. So I want to ask you. When you've done so much, like through education, now mindfulness and meditation and spirituality, and then you have your books, what is a goal that you have not accomplished yet, if you don't mind sharing? Because you've accomplished a lot. So I would imagine if you've done all that, you are absolutely not done going after things. So can you tell us, like, what are you working on or what's a goal that you have that you're working towards now? Oh, very interesting question. So I'm always working into something, Josh. I don't let myself sit idle. I don't know why. Unless if you're meditating. Unless if you're <laughs> meditating. I'm always into something. I'm into music. I have around 15 or 16 songs in Spotify. And I have written the lyrics of all those songs. And I write inspirational music because that is the key. I wanted to inspire people to do better in their life. Because when I was struggling in my life, I don't have a roadmap. Yeah. And that is what I wanted to pass on to the younger generation that, you know, this is the roadmap. If you follow that, rather than I struggling for three years, you can come out of this struggle in two months or three months. Or you can improve your productivity by 20 to 25% if you do, you know, these few things in 8 to 10 weeks. So there are a lot of things which I wanted to accomplish. And it's not that I wanted to show somebody how capable I am. Every human being is capable of doing bigger things in their life. Yes, they are. In the title of the book which I wrote is The Man with Zero Talent. I was not born with any talent. Every human being who is born in this planet is born with a blank slate. And it's up to you, the choices you make at certain age that will direct the course of your life, which way you want it to take your life. And once you learn that you can learn anything at any age, I started learning at the age of 37. I thought, okay, if there is a possibility of me learning at the age of 37, there are so many younger population who are lost and they can start doing small increments. That is the key. We can learn everything in a single day or a month, but if you do small increment, it is going to change your life in a positive way. And coming back to your question of, you know, what I'm working right now, I wanted to be a singer. So I'm trying to record my first song, which I wanted to sing. So I'm working on that part. I wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to learn dancing and see how well I can do it. I don't know any of these things, but I know that I can learn it. 
And that is the fight of a growth mindset that we can learn it. And if your listeners wanted to take one thing from this conversation is that if I can do it, I was not capable of doing anything. I was a very average kid. I never thought that I'm capable of doing anything like this in my lifetime. And if like with any of my friends or my relatives, if they see me doing all these, they will think, oh, this is not possible. He is somebody different. And how did I become somebody different? And that's what I wanted to teach people that there is a possibility for yeah. everybody to change. And to change is to change your brain. That's how you can make permanent change. And how do you change your brain? By learning new things. When you are learning new things, you are changing your brain. That's right. And it can be anything. And it, to your point, it literally is learning one new thing that could absolutely set your life off on a different course. Well, and yes. it could even seem mundane at the point. It could seem pointless at the point. It's amazing. I was having this conversation at the gym this morning with somebody. We were talking about a nephew who wasn't really wanting to work. He was 38 years old and not wanting to go to work, not wanting to do anything and had no direction for his life, or at least that's the place that he was in. And he wouldn't go like all these other little odd jobs and things like that. He didn't want to do because he's there's something better for me. And I shared with my friend is like, I was like that because I was so focused on the bigger picture vision that I had. I wouldn't do the small thing. And because I was waiting on the big home run, the grand slam, whatever you want to call it for this big, the big gig, the big job, the big thing that I'd been working for. But what I told him, I was like, it was actually, ironically, this job I wanted no part in because I don't like touching food. I don't like being around it. It was working for a party company, like doing catering, event hosting, stuff like that. But literally this job that I did not want to do and I absolutely hated ended up being one of the greatest blessings of my life because I learned event production. I, so much of what I learned there is what I'm doing now and getting hired. I'm flying to Florida tomorrow with my wife to go film a documentary. It was those moments and doing those little jobs I didn't want to do, learning that new skill that opened the door for all these things I get to do now. And it's amazing. So I love that you brought that up. It's so true. When I was starting my self-transformation journey, I never thought that this is possible. Yeah. But when you are doing smaller things, which you never expect that this thing can happen to you, because, you know, when you are working on yourself, as you and me believe in God, that God is definitely going to open the doors for you. Your hard work in anything is not going to go waste. That is true. And you are investing. Whatever you sow today, you are going to reap at some point in your life. That's true. Even and the bad stuff. <laughs> As Steve Jobs said, you can only connect the dots looking backwards. Like you are connecting the dots looking backwards. Same thing, I connect the dots looking backwards. Okay, you know, when I see what small things I have done, which has taken me to this platform today. Because I was always fearful. Fear is one thing which stops us from doing bigger things in our life. We all have fear. Fear is engraved in our DNA. But how do we control this fear? That is a challenging question. And if we are able to control this fear center, 
we are able to progress in a positive direction and you can handle your life in a way which you never thought is possible. That's so true. And we have, with the, I believe the way that we're designed, the way that God designed us is for us to be able to heal ourselves with what we have. Like, it's like almost like a co-creation with God where we heal. And I've been, one of the things I've been reading about is how you can heal with meditation, how it can heal disease. And they, which to me up until recently sounded just like, whatever, <laughs> like you got, you need something else. Like there's got, there's more to this, but our brains are really that powerful. It's just, it's amazing. And I realized for all this time, I started my becoming an adult phase at 36. I was lived a really reckless, evil life. Now the last seven years has been a, it's been a journey. It's been an amazing journey, but it started at 36 and it's, I'm amazed at what I thought I knew only to come to find out that I really know almost nothing. And there's so much more to learn, which is exciting. But I'm, I'm excited now in a way that in, while I've advanced and I've been moving forward and my dreams are coming true, I'm almost at square one of what I know. It's like I'm starting with a clean slate of belief. I'm relearning things that I'd been taught or programmed to believe or told to believe. And I'm finding this, it's almost like another rebirth and it's beautiful. And I'm so excited to learn. Like, I feel like a little kid again. And so now I just want to consume, not consume as like a consumer buy and all that stuff, but consume wisdom and consume knowledge and learn from people like you. And to realize that I may have thought I knew what was right, but maybe there's something more and there is something more and I'm seeing it unfold every day. And it's just so exciting to be alive at this time. I know there's lots of chaos in the world and there's a lot of people living in fear as you were talking about, but for me, I could not be more excited about what's ahead than I've ever been. What a time to be alive. And that's, I think there's a, there's for all that stuff that we see in media, when I meet people like you, I'm reminded that's all bull crap. And this is what's true is these conversations, this learning, the exchange of knowledge or being just being fed wisdom like that to me is special and something i don't think i could have really appreciated at the to the level that i do now if i hadn't gone through all those this journey that i've been on it's cool wow wow josh your story and my story is quite very similar you started around 36 or 37 i started at the same time and I can definitely say you that what has been a journey the last seven or eight years is exceptional. And the person who has gone through this, they know it. It is worth taking the efforts. It's yeah. hard. It's hard. I don't deny that it is not hard. It's hard. <laughs> so hard. It's but so hard. it is worth it is so worth it. Because <laughs> at the end of the day, it's not for you. You feel so happy and grateful that you have taken this journey. God has given you the opportunity to take this journey. Amen. And not everybody is able to take this journey. Most of the people lose it. Oh, this is too hard. I cannot take this journey. And that is the drawback. Rather than giving up, 
we have to fight every single day till we are dead. That's right. And if we are able to do this, we will be happy. Yes. And that is what gives you and me happiness that I am pursuing a life which I like. Nobody is forcing me to do any of these things. Nobody is forcing you to do, you know, what you are doing today. Exactly. You like it so much. You are inspired every single day and you wake up with that enthusiasm that I wanted to do this thing. I wanted to have a podcast. I wanted to do these things. Excitement is there for you. And that's the reason you are able to push yourself every single day. Otherwise, it's very, that is the joy which has given it to me. Okay, I'm so blessed. And I'm able to connect with so many good people at the same time. Like, I'm an introvert by nature. But in spite of that, I'm able to connect with so many good people. And God has opened me the doors. Like, somehow, I connect with good people. <laughs> I don't know how, I don't know why, but somehow that door opens and I meet that person and he's such a gentle person. And I'm, I'm amazed. There are so many good peoples and we have to see as a human being, what is the good side of that human being? Because we always have a bad side. We'd have a, as you have written in the book, the devil inside me. We all have a devil inside us. When we are able to see the good side of a human being, then we are able to connect with them in a, in a more realistic way. Yeah. You know what I, something that's happened since I wrote that book, I almost want to rewrite it now, except that I won't. I'm writing, I'm about to start writing the follow-up to it. But one of the things that I've learned in my faith journey is how isolating some of my belief systems were and isolating in the sense where it became very black and white, good and evil. And what I've learned recently is that it's not that black and white. It's not that simple because evil can be used for good and good, well, can turn to evil. Good, You do good things that can bring out evil and so forth. But I don't think it's even, I think it's more of a shade of gray than anything. And with that said, it's allowed my mindset to be more like, instead of being rigid, instead of trying to not compromise my values or beliefs, but instead of being so rigid where I'm unapproachable to someone else, I can be more like water in the sense, just accept what comes instead of trying to control it or make it fit, or this doesn't fit into my box and I can't have anything to do with it. Instead, just trying to not, again, not fit in, but I think you know what I'm trying to say. I don't even know how to put it to words yet because this is so new for me, but I'm learning that I can receive lessons from people from all walks of life, whether they believe the same thing or not. And by doing this, what I'm finding is that, oh my gosh, there's way more similarities that we share with each other than not. At the same time, it makes me, the things that are naturally and organic that way, not when we just try to fit in and follow the herd, not like that, but in our natural self, in our creation, the way that God made us, we are a lot more alike. And so this whole fighting over different religions and different belief systems and different political parties and different countries and all that bull crap, I don't got time for it. Like I'm here now to bring peace and love and truth and try to unite people. And now of course, truth can be very painful and divisive at first, but at least 
that's the one way that we can start to heal. And I want to see, like my neighbors are Hindu, freaking love them. I love them to death. When I was homeless, a Muslim one, a Muslim woman took me in and I learned more about prayer from her than I'd learned from anybody that even shared my faith. I'm so ready to see the world come together in a way of where we, we recognize our similarities, but we celebrate like crazy for our differences because those differences are where we get to learn about each other and gain even more knowledge and more wisdom. And I'm, that's what I believe is starting to happen. And I could not be more excited about it. And it's people like yourself that are helping make that happen. Whether you intentionally were doing it or not, you are doing it. Wow. That is something very powerful. Yes. When we open our doors to our mind that I'm able to take things from the other, the perspective of other human beings, then we open the doors and we don't have to take, as you said, in a positive way or a negative way. It's a information you are taking it and you have to see how it fits in your system. It can be good, but you take the good things from the other people and it can be bad and you can leave that bad thing. But when you are open to different cultures, society, then you learn more because every culture is different. As you said, you have been supported by a Muslim woman and your neighbor is a, a Hindu a Hindu person. When you are open, when you are conversing with them, it opens the door to a different country. You know, how, you know, how India, you know, the values of India. When you are interacting with a, a Muslim woman, you are opening the door, you know, how, how the Muslim community works. Because, you know, you cannot say in one community, every human being is bad or every human being is good. And you can take a small like society or a small place. In a small place also, there is good human beings and there is bad human beings. And you can enlarge it to a country or a religion. There are good people, there are bad people. And we definitely wanted to connect with good people because that is the true nature of a human being that we wanted to connect with other people. When we start disconnecting with other people, then our values also goes down because we think that we are right, which is not always the case. That's, <laughs> that's true. It's very true. Yes. Yeah, means when we are interacting, when I'm having a conversation, I might have some kind of belief. And when I'm speaking with you, it comes to my mind. And when I think about it, oh, he's right. You know, what I was thinking for the past 20 years can't be wrong. And that changed the perception and that changes you as a human being at the same time. Because we wanted to bring the best out of us, being as a human being, as to how far we can reach. Because the ultimate goal is if we take an example of an apple tree, it wanted to be the best apple tree and bear the best fruits. Same with human being. We wanted to be the best version of ourselves. Why should I shrink myself and close myself in a cupboard and not do what I wanted to do in spite of all my fears? So, you know, that is what, you know, I believe in. And, and that is what is your intention at the same time. I'm glad that I'm able to connect with you. And again, it was, I will say, grace of the God that we are able to connect it and how we connected in all the examples. Again, as I said, I always connect with good people. So I don't know why that there is definitely a God of hand of God, which helps me. Amen. She found a way.
to interrupt the broadcast after all. <laughs> I, You're such a blessing. I would love to have you back. The next thing you're promoting, you're welcome back anytime. Will you please tell the audience where, and that'll be in the media kit as well, so they'll be able to find you. But if, please tell everybody where they can follow your journey, where they can buy your books, where they can go to your YouTube page, plug everything you want to plug. Uh, so they can go to my website, www.zesttolive.com. They can buy my book in amazon.com, The Man with Zero Talent. I have a free app, which is called Luvo, and you can download it from Google or App Play Store. And I do have a YouTube channel. All my music is there. I have around 15 or 16 songs. I do have some podcasts there and I do some motivational talks at the same time. So you can go to Luvo Productions in YouTube. And my life journey is about self-transformation. And I wanted to push myself to the edge to learn and grow and help other human beings at the same time. Because I know that there are so many people who are struggling and if I can give a helping hand that I was not capable of doing any of these things, just hold my hand and I will take you there. That is the greatest satisfaction I can have in my life. I'm truly saying from my bottom of my heart. I believe, and I believe it too. I really do. And it's just such an honor to meet you and blessing. And again, if we can ever do anything to support you, please let us know. You're welcome back anytime.